Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston, looking so down in the dumps. Every guy here'd love to be you, Gaston, even when taking your lumps. There's no man in town as admired as you. You're everyone's favorite guy. Everyone's awed and inspired by you. And it's not very hard to see why. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Tiana. And this is Next Door Villain. A podcast where we uncover the villains to discover their humanity. Maybe we should decide who's going to start. (laughs) Like before we start the episode. Yeah. I feel like I always remember that, but then I forget and then I regret it. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Well, anywho, hey, welcome to Next Door Villain Podcast, where we relate to villains, talk about villains, and look at their side of the story. Yes, and today the villain that we are discussing is a sidekick, because we are doing um, this little mini-series on, on sidekicks, hench people, hench beans, villains that do not quite play a big enough role for a full episode, but we still love and want to talk about. And today we have the very lovable LeFou. LeFou. Who you may remember from Beauty and the Beast as the sidekick to Gaston. His name, LeFou, translates literally in French to either the fool or madman, which is kind of, if that's his given name, that's pretty sad. Yeah. And it's also sad if that's just what people have decided to call him. Yeah, his mother was just like, yeah, I know what you are. And he popped out a plump little, (laughs) plump little man who likes to drink. And fun fact, you can see Gaston and LeFou in Disney World's Magic Kingdom, and you can drink what's called LeFou's Brew. What is LeFou's Brew? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But then Gaston appears at Magic Kingdom, and he's like, oh, LeFou is in the back cooking or something. Oh, you don't don't actually get to meet LeFou? No. (laughs) But even then, he's like imaginary-ish at Disney World and then he's also Gaston's little bitch because <laughs> Gaston's like I'm out here talking to all the fans at Disney World and LeFou is just like back there in the kitchen mm-hmm. and so whatever sap is cooking is LeFou. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy. So for this episode we're talking about Beauty and the Beast the Disney version. There are I didn't know this but there are a ton of other television and film adaptations of the original Beauty and the Beast story but the character LeFou is unique to Disney, and he appears in both the original Disney animated version and the live-action one that came out um, a few years back. What happened? Uh, oh, nothing. I, I, I thought I was going to say something else, but then I didn't think of anything else to say, so I just stopped talking. The way that you ended sounded like you were going to keep going. I know. I thought I was going to keep going, too, but... Then I realized I just (laughs) basically explained everything. That's true. That's why these episodes are short, because there's only so much you can talk about. But LeFou has a really interesting infatuation with Gaston. He follows him around, does everything he asks, and Gaston even gets mad at him sometimes and bosses him around. And why why is LeFou following him around all the time? Well... There's, I guess there's a number of different answers to that question, but I I think 
at its most basic level. In one way or another, I think that that LeFou, as a fool, has been an outcast for a lot of his life. And Gaston either recognized that or took advantage of that or, or, or something. And just he, he gave LeFou just enough time and attention that LeFou gave Gaston his loyalty, more or less, in return. Which is something that Disney does, when you think about it, they do it a lot with their villains. You see the like Scar with the hyenas... Ursula with Flotsam and Jetsam. I'm sure there are other examples. Jafar and, and Iago. You see that the villains find the people or the beings that don't fit in elsewhere and then give them a place to fit in and in return those people give them their loyalty. And what's really sad about that is that when you think about it, why why don't the heroes recognize the same thing in those people who are, are downtrodden and then help them mm. lift them up? Then they, then they wouldn't be taken advantage of by the villainous people. Right. So you're saying that the heroes should act a little bit more heroic and include the outcasts so they don't get taken up by the villains. Yeah. That's a good point. Maybe it's because heroes might feel like they're taking a little bit too much advantage of them. Because if they're to include them, then they'll need to work for the heroes and maybe they don't want to... No, no, no. They don't need to work for the heroes. They just need like... (laughs) So if you're talking about um, the Lion King, for example... The lions don't need to take advantage of the hyenas. They just need to give the hyenas an equal place in the kingdom like all the other animals have. I could go on a whole like capitalism rant here about the rich people not paying attention to the poor and then the poor being taken advantage of by the system and then leading to an uprising and, and an upheaval. But I, I won't. I'll, I'll save our listeners my personal rant feelings. But this is this is what it what it really comes down to. And I think it's just, it's really sad that we have these people like LeFou who didn't fit in elsewhere. And because they didn't fit in and because people didn't lift them up and help them fit in, it's easy for someone like Gaston to come in and take advantage of them. For sure. And they just really latch on to that attention. Yeah. Like, oh, someone's really paying attention to me. They must care about me, which maybe they probably don't. But I'm going to stick around because they're the first person to recognize me. Yeah. And attention is is so important. Yeah. We need attention in order to survive. If we're not recognized, if we're not seen, then we don't exist, more or less. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really just takes one person to give that attention. Yep. And I think, yeah. And boom. Gaston gives that to LeFou. Now, the other reason that LeFou may have an interest in Gaston is is given to us in the live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast when LeFou becomes the first openly gay Disney character ever, which is pretty iconic, pretty cool in a lot of ways. Also pretty controversial and pretty unfortunate in a lot of ways. Like why did it take Disney so long to come up with a, a gay character? And then when they mm-hmm. when they did finally put a gay character on screen, he was a minor villain who was kind of an oddball. Mm-hmm. I read a, a great article on the Huffington Post by uh, Brian Cousins. Uh, from March in 2017, and he said, what is the impact of the fact that the only character that queer children have to look to is a character named The Fool? What does this tell them about themselves and their queerness? And I think that kind of strikes right to the point. I don't yeah, know. Because they made him comic relief, which unfortunately happens to a lot of minorities in TV and movies. So it's unfortunate that it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, there are some people out there who are just like, hey, I appreciated the representation. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of yeah. a, what's the, tra- is it double? No, double-edged sword's the wrong term. Because um, that's like double bad, maybe. 
So it's like they're it, it's right. good that they're starting to represent different types of characters rather than mm-hmm. you know beautiful straight white thin attractive people. But it, it's also unfortunate. And and Disney has a track record of this. We've talked about it in multiple yeah. other episodes. Scar, Jafar, Ursula. Disney loves to queer code their villain characters while their heroes are heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> quote-unquote normal people yeah masculine honcho also kind of makes femininity look bad Mm -hmm. yeah anyway so that's a whole controversy but i think that knowing that lefou is gay kind of gives us a little bit of information to help us understand his relationship with gaston and really makes me feel for him even more because at the time, I don't know exactly what time period this takes place in, but it's definitely like years ago and it's in a small town. If LeFou is gay, I'm sure has had no role models to look up to. Mm-hmm. He certainly doesn't know any other gay people. So he probably has these feelings that he doesn't know how to deal with. And he clearly has some sort of admiration or attraction to Gaston that it may very well be a physical attraction that he doesn't recognize and he doesn't understand. And Gaston is just taking advantage of that. He's never going to get that kind of reciprocal love back from Gaston, but he does have feelings that he can't explain. And and he's decided to latch on to Gaston because Gaston gives him a little bit of attention. Yeah. Also, it's like the 1600s or something. So probably a little tough to be like, hey, let's have a pride parade. Yeah. What? (laughs) And one question too that I had was, why does LeFou help Gaston in trying to get Belle? When Belle's coming by, he like goes to Gaston and warns him. And so sometimes I'm like, well, I'm confused. Like maybe he has feelings for him. Maybe he doesn't though, because he keeps helping Gaston. And we kind of talked about this before we started recording too, that maybe it was because he has such an intense need to be accepted that he's willing to help Gaston with whatever he needs so that he can be seen as valuable and accepted by Gaston. And I think that type of desperation also makes me feel for him, like just like he's willing to do anything for him. He's willing to like jump on a freaking table and dance and sing about him, um, about how awesome he is. And then he's willing to get this whole choir started in talking about how amazing Gaston is. And he's never going to get it back. Like Gaston is never going to be like, oh, thank you, LeFou, for helping me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's never going to get that thank you. But maybe deep down, you know, I feel like I, I too have been in that position where I want to satisfy someone or I want to please someone so bad. And, and deep down, I know that I'm probably never going to get their recognition or their 100% acceptance. But yet I still try and try and try to make them happy or to make things work for them and you really get sucked into it and it's not healthy yeah well i i suspect in answer to your original question that lefou probably doesn't even fully realize that everything he's doing is as terrible as as we think it is viewing it as an outsider i think that he's probably blinded in his admiration for gaston i think he mm-hmm. probably looks up to gaston and says here's a guy who is strong and is a leader and everyone loves him and he says these are these are qualities that i don't have and i wish that i had them and i i just think he's i just think he's being manipulated and i i really feel so bad for lefou because i i just don't think that he's a bad guy i think he's just wrapped up in an abusive relationship with someone who 
is willing to take advantage of him and just use him in whatever way he sees fit. We keep talking about how awful Gaston is to him. And at the same time, this isn't an episode about Gaston, so I'm not going to talk too (laughs) much about it. But Gaston, he's got his shit together. He knows what he's doing. He can hunt, which is like super important in 1650, whatever, 15, I don't know. Um, And he's buff. He is attractive. He's very popular. I feel like it could be very easy to get trapped into Gaston. And I don't fully blame him for getting trapped. Yeah. And and who's to say that Gaston really does anything that bad? Yeah. We see him do a lot of terrible things in the story of Beauty and the Beast, but like to LeFou's credit, maybe Gaston prior to this has maybe like maybe he's been kind of an arrogant jerk, but he's probably just <laughs> been a regular citizen living his life contributing to yeah. society probably through hunting or or whatever he may not have been an evil person until he's like he may not have done anything explicitly evil until the the beauty and the beast storyline right but he does do one evil thing he doesn't read <laughs> tisk 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 one thing that i wanted to say too going off of that so a huge difference between LeFou and all the other henchmen that we've covered is that he truly, I think, believes that he's a sidekick to a hero. Mm-hmm. I think the other henchmen knew that like their main villain dude was evil, but of course they liked that <laughs> and thought that was great. But LeFou, I think, is like, he like looks at him like the good guy. Yeah, he's got all these stereotypical heroic traits. Exactly. He just doesn't use them heroically Mm -hmm. so maybe that's something that beauty and the beast does a little bit better (laughs) they 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 don't just say oh the big macho man is the hero but instead they say hey open your eyes the big macho man might be the villain yeah which is different from a lot of disney movies yeah well i i think that i've succeeded myself at least immensely in, in empathizing with lefou I, I, Congratulations. I, I feel so sad for him. Well, that, that's the point of what we're doing yeah. here is trying to right. find ways to empathize. And I think he was he was kind of an easy one, but I, I didn't expect to be so sad for him. Well, if it makes you feel better, he doesn't look sad. Yeah, that's true. He seems actually pretty happy mm-hmm. dancing on those tables, but maybe deep down. Yeah, good for him. I mean, he's just... being gaslit all over the place, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyways uh we've been rambling for a while now i i understand that you that you've put together some kind of a song yeah well you know i admit uh this is somewhat plagiarized but <laughs> well it's because it's it's the same gaston song oh. but about lefou because i thought no one like no one in the beauty and the beast universe would ever sing a song about LeFou and try to give him some motivation and, you know, support him with a song. But he would do that for Gaston. So I thought it would be nice for me to pretend like I'm singing to LeFou very terribly. And I skip a lot of parts of this song. Sounds sounds legit to me. I wish I had drank some wine before this <laughs> <laughs> so that I can do this. Okay. <clears throat> Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, LeFou, looking so down in the dumps. Every guy here'd love to be you, LeFou. Even when you feel kind of dumped, there's no man in town who can get away with a red vest like you do. You're everyone's best ponytailed guy. Everyone's odd and concerned about you. But that is a-okay. 
No one's attentive like LeFou. No one's cool like LeFou. No one's got great communication skills like LeFou. For there's no man in town who's going to count accurately. Because he's an accountant. Oh, I didn't know that. Blah, blah. Yeah, he is. He's actually Gaston's accountant. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay, sorry. I interrupted. Yeah, that's how they... No, that's okay. It distracts <laughs> us from the tragedy that's happening. No one's been like LeFou, a flurfy dude like LeFou. No one's got a head of ways to collaborate with rough men like LeFou. What a guy, that LeFou. LeFou is the best, and the rest have weird nips. But no. no one thinks like LeFou. No one whips hair like LeFou. In a wrestling match, nobody probably licks like LeFou. I don't know. <laughs> For there's no one as thoughtful and magical. No one riles up crowds like LeFou. No one drinks like LeFou. No one unapologetically stomps on tables like LeFou. What a guy. That LeFou. The end. <laughs> Good work. Thank you. I think he would be pleased to hear you sing a song about him. Yeah. There you go, LeFou. A flurfy dude. <laughs> is, that, what, I, what, is that a slur <laughs> no <laughs> there's this tiktok where this guy has a bunch of cats and he's like take a look at my floofsters Flufster. okay he doesn't actually have a scottish accent that just came out of me but he's like floofsters so that was in my mind and so i was like he's a floofer floofy hmm. i don't i don't uh <laughs> participate in this tiktok thing that everyone's talking about that's okay <laughs> Yeah. All right, we should probably uh, bring this episode to a close. All right. Adios. Bye. Bye.